Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Ricky. And this is the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. All right, part four of the How to Win in a Recession series, the Pivot to Digital. So this one I will stipulate right now if you are heavily into digital marketing, this is going to be like a duh episode. But I think it's important to really look at the fundamentals of what is happening in relation to a recession of the things that we've seen basically in the past two to three years. Uh, As we know, behaviors have significantly changed on how people consume digital in the past couple of years, uh, prompted by COVID, prompted by restrictions and things like that. But then when the restrictions went away, people weren't like not, they didn't fully revert back to how they were Mm -hmm. pre-2020. So they are acting a bit different. And to be fair, there was a little bit of a bump, but because of monetary policies, like et cetera, that we're not going to get into right now during COVID, there wasn't really a recession. It was like a little bit of a slowdown in certain industries. Uh, Some industries suffered more than others, but it wasn't like a recession. So This is the first time with this new set of behaviors that we're going into a recession or are currently in a recession. We need to get into what are these things. There's a few things that we were saying, like digital will outgrow everything, like in terms of we already saw that. Yeah, I think in this case, Nick, it's important to mention that even though there's going to be a decrease in the recession when it comes to consumer behavior, purchases online, all this stuff, we're not going to be seeing people walking away from digital. Right. It's still going to be prevalent as far as the primary channel for tactics. So really important to keep the focus on digital. Yes, there's going to be other opportunities. There always is. Things are always changing. But the main focus is still going to be on digital. And one of the core reasons for that is measurement. We can still measure things better, even though there's being there's improvements definitely being made on traditional. But we can measure things better still with digital marketing. And that's why... When you're going through thinking about like, where can we cut? What do we want to focus on through the recession? Digital is going to be huge because you can accurately say what your money is doing for you. Exactly. And in the last three years, we've really seen the bigger players, the Fortune 500s, et cetera, really shift a lot of their budget into digital in a way that hasn't really been seen before. And we can see this because CPMs have gone up. The overall cost of everything has just gone up because they're buying up more of the supply. So as demand goes up, and supply stays the same or or goes down, prices just rise. So the one thing I will say is the past two, three years, there's really been this evolution and iteration on taking things virtual, like making the virtual experience as personable as possible, right? However, we're still not done. And I think maintaining a focus on how do we make our digital experience as custom and white glove as possible, if that is your business Mm -hmm. model, right? If you're not a low cost provider, how do you make this experience as personable as as possible, as tailored as possible Mm -hmm. to make people really feel special? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that right now, like especially with content and you see a lot of brands doing this, perfect is boring. You can spend a lot of time on on the production. And in some cases, I'm not gonna say it doesn't work. It it certainly pays off in some cases. But for the majority, people like things to be 
a little bit more human, a little bit more humanized. And this is where with your content, you really want to be showing, you know, some of those imperfections. Don't overthink things too much. Don't spin your tires waiting for weeks to put something out just because it's not perfect. You may as well get it out there, iterate, make it better over time. Absolutely. And I think a part of this is really the evolution of where we're seeing people go. People are buying from companies, yes, but they're actually buying from people. And so there's been predictions bit like already made around, you're not going to buy from companies where you don't know someone's name, right? So if you don't know Sally or Jim over at company XYZ, you're not going to buy from them, right? Because you're buying from the person, you're buying that trust. This is nothing new for a B2B context, but we're in is the B2C context. And we've seen this happen through TikTok. We've seen this happen through Instagram, people going live and just saying, mm-hmm. here's my product. Like, here's my apparel. Here's my better, better version of a t-shirt, whatever have you, where people like are just grabbing their phone in prompt two, setting it up, pulling up their product and showing you the product and like what makes them, what makes it so special and why they thought of this and what was the problem that they were trying to tackle over and over again. And it's, and here's the kicker, it's working. ROI and ROAS on this, like people are taking that organic content, making it into an ad that isn't particularly well shot. Like it, it's very authentic and they're posting it as an ad and it's working, it's working better than the highly quality ad, right? Now, this isn't true for every single company because it really depends on your brand position. However, bringing that personalized experience online is working across the board, Right. To the point of perfect is a new boring, only boring if the content is highly authentic. Yeah. What's interesting about this too, is that not only does it work at a small scale, like if you're a brand new business, you can do this yourself, but it's also working at a high scale. So when you look at things like people like The Rock selling things like Terramana, things that are growing incredibly fast because of those personal brands. Yeah, and that's a great example. As much as he's done very well for himself over the past 10 years, and I don't know the numbers of this, but I would presume he's made equal or more money on Terramata than he has the actual films. And But they're synergized, right? Like the more films he does, the more popular he is, the more the brand personality transfers over to the product, <clears throat> et cetera, so on and so forth, yeah. right? So th- there's a couple other things that we should quickly cover, but really attentions online are greater than they have been ever. The amount of attention or people are putting on their device, phone, computer, what have you, way, way up, but it's being spread across more platforms, right? And so if you're looking at things like ad inventory on any specific platform, it's flat or going down because people are just using more of them. And that is something that we need to like really figure out and focus on Because if our audiences are very heavy into certain channels like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever have you, please know and understand that unless it's TikTok, the amount of attention you're getting, it's going down. In TikTok, it's going up. There's more users every day. But the active users of some of these other platforms are flat and sometimes decreasing. So there's less inventory because attention is their inventory. So we really need to watch that when it comes down to costs. Yeah, absolutely. So to summarize here, really continue to focus on digital, specifically digital experiences. Content, being highly authentic. So if you have a choice between being authentic and you versus being highly polished, pick the authentic route. 
people generally in a recessionary time take less vacations. They favor the staycation and their spending shifts to household goods and household, like in everyday luxuries, rather than the big expensive trips. Once again, please like, follow, subscribe. Till next time.